guys. Welcome to the Hype Attack Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We're the fandom. We are the excited conversations we have with our friends about the nerdy things we all love and geek about. We are the Hype Attack. I am the Hype! Hi, guys. Welcome back again. I missed you guys, and this time I'm talking about everybody in the room. Who's that? I'll let you know. Well, I'm Isaac. To the right of me is Doug. Hi. To the cross, to the to the cross for me. <laughs> Across from me is Jermaine. What's and up? To the left of me is beautiful Rudy. What's up? What is up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Um, usually we start immediately with uh, how we nerded, but uh, I have an announcement for you guys. What's that? We I'm kind of excited. We actually got a sponsor. What? Yeah, we got a sponsor. <laughs> um, so we're just gonna uh, just gonna yeah, just Rudy, go ahead and play the sponsor. Podcast brought to you by Alchemax Labs. Live life to the max. Alchemax, rated 3.2 stars out of 5. Available in all universes. That's, that's cool. Um, so, Alchemax is supposed to be like a modern tech. It just sounded a little. Oh, thank you, Alchemax, for sponsoring. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, no judgment. Uh, yeah, Alchemax. No, I mean, it's it's cool. And, hey, whoever's listening, uh, you know, we're just starting. And I, if you want to be a sponsor to hit us up in the DMs, um, be alongside with Alchemax. Uh, they did want me to read a supplemental thing about Alchemax. Uh, so I just put a copy. Um, hi, I'm Isaac with the Hype Attack podcast. And I love Alchemex. What's this? Disclaimer. Products contain carcinogenic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so try Alchemex, guys. How, how are you guys doing? How's you guys nerd? And <laughs> <laughs> like teeth clinked my glass. I was wondering if they like picked up on the mic. It was a hard, hard clink. Ouch. Um, beautiful choppers. <laughs> Uh, I nerded a couple ways. One, I finally found time this season to watch some of the Overwatch League. Uh, I've been pretty busy lately, so I haven't been able to, and it was fun. Uh, LA Gladiators got swept by Boston, so that was disappointing. But San Francisco Shock, their tank played a character that's not like really in the meta and was really good at it, and it was kind of exciting to see. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Diablo 4 dropped, so I've been um, hardcore sweaty on that dude give us a little more detail on that because i am seeing <laughs> i don't know anything about diablo but i mean fucking surprise surprise i hardly know anything about anything but tell me about it uh well it took me a while to figure out which class i wanted to play but i ended up with rogue uh because the rogue can use a bow and i have i'm a sucker for bow wielders um and yeah so far, i mean it's it's so good it's it's so smooth i've i've haven't had any problems other than I finally got like a disconnect uh, right before this. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, you know, I, I played a lot of Diablo three. I, I didn't play any Diablo one or two and I've tried other uh, action RPGs, which is the genre that this is in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's been some that have, that are good. Um, but Diablo just nails it in the look, the feel, even at a low level, like you feel pretty powerful, and then the gear system and the leveling system, all of it just just works really, really well. So uh, I'm excited because, like I said, I played the hell out of Diablo three, so it's it's nice to be able to go back and, I mean, kind of just jump right back into it with all the new new systems and new graphic and all that. 
and end your story. Lilith, the the villain, um, is badass, and Inarius, the angel that's also kind of an asshole, is really cool looking too. So good stuff. So you tell people to go check it out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like I said, you can be a sponsor too, Diablo. Wink, wink. Uh, Jermaine, my beautiful main man, main hype man across from me. How did you nerd this past week? Uh, I finished uh, Star Wars Vision, which mm. was good. I loved. It's about time. Majority of episodes, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, each one is good in its own uh, thing. But. Uh, Besides that, though, I watched that one uh, series on Disney Plus, the um, American-born Chinese. F- little fun fact, and I just saw the guy today. My, one of my clients is a producer on that movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. But um, I watched that series. Uh, for those of you who know, like the story of of like the Monkey King, that's that's what it's about. Like it's like a modern day story of of him and it's not um like it's a fun series like it's almost on a level of uh let's say maybe like cobra kai ish like it's you know like it's kooky like it has funny moments and it has you know drama and whatnot but it's not like a serious series you know what i'm saying but it had its comedy moments which i dug the series and uh I, i believe they should be coming out with a season two, but uh, we'll see. But it was a pretty good series for what it was. So I should, I should check that out too. I mean, like if you're like on that level of 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 like you understand that it's you know, like it's like it's kooky and it's for teens. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's not like raid level or anything. Yeah. So I'm. I'll check it out. I mean, plus you know, like I said, my client is a producer, so I was like. Hey man, congrats with the with the show. I got I still got to check it out. Rudy, you like congrats with the show. Pay your writers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How did you nerd, man? Uh, I haven't really had a chance to do anything. Like work is kicking my ass yeah. this week and next week. Um, we're wrapping up to our our annual inventory where we count every single damn thing inside the building, and uh, it's just getting all that ready is a pain in the ass, and then. Uh, the car kind of didn't break down, but it was on its way, so we had to pull that apart and that's nerdy. Fix the wheels. Um, Mechanics is nerdy and hot. How did I nerd? You ask. I did see a couple of things that are in the nerd realm. I'm going to quickly get through them. Uh, I checked out the Little Mermaid. Right. I have no issues with it. The CGI is CGI. Uh, you know, you've seen you've seen the trailers. You kind of see how when when they're underwater I had issue with like it didn't feel like they were underwater. Like there's a part where no, like nobody cried underwater, but somebody had like you know we have like kind of watery eyes, and they had that underwater, and I'm like, and you took me out of it. <laughs> they go, they go the opposite route, and like fire was like shooting out of their eyes. <laughs> what is that in SpongeBob? Steve. Uh, Patrick, how do we have fire under the fur underneath the water? <laughs> um, but what's her name? Haley Bailey? Hallie Bailey? Haley Bailey? Can blank Haley? Huh? Uh, Anyways, the the, the the actress that played Ariel is beautiful, stunning. Her voice, her even her talking voice, like sounded like Ariel, and her her singing voice was just it was it was magical. I, uh, so if you're gonna see it for anything, see it for the music and the songs, and um, you know the characters had a little bit more of a backstory, so they're kind of connected. And uh, for those of you 
wondering like how in 2023 are they gonna get away with the kiss the girl they they rewrote a, a, it a little bit that it, it fit in perfectly i enjoyed the movie sha la 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 ask permission have you heard it no it's you're close you're really awesome. close but uh um, good you should ask permission <laughs> you should consent um, my only complaint is that they did my boy Flounder wrong. Have you seen images of what Flounder looks like? Yes. yes. Man, they did him wrong, man. Uh, but other than that, no, it's a, it's a fun movie. Check it out, especially if you have kids. Uh, what I also saw, and it may not be in like, the, you know, the hard nerd realm, but I nerd, I'm a nerd about comedy mm-hmm. and Burt Kreischer is a comedian. He does a podcast with uh, Tom Segura called two bears, one cave. His movie, The Machine, came out. You guys familiar with Burt Kreischer or The Machine? Mm-hmm. That that machine story is probably one of my favorite. And whenever it shows up on any of my feeds, I'm yes. like, well, I guess I'm going to sit here and listen to this yes. you know, for the hundredth time. <laughs> yeah, check, type in The Machine, Burt Kreischer. I don't know how to spell his last People mispronounce his last name all the time. Burt, Burt Kreischer, Brett, Krisner. But anyways, type in The Machine uh, and then check out a story. It, it's a fucking crazy one. But the whole thing is that he this thing happened to him. He had a he made it into a stand up bit and then he turned into a movie, not some little low budget movie, like a high budget action film co-starring Mark Hamill as his dad. I will say go check it out. It's a fun movie. I would also say check it out in the theaters, especially because if you are like me and love comedy and you miss seeing comedians like actual stand up comedians in those types of movies. Like, it's a fucking full-on action flick. This guy's, like, you know, this big bear of a guy, shirtless, kicking ass. I, you know, I think the last time I'd seen something like that was, like, Chris Farley in movies. You know? So if you want to see something like that, go check out The Machine. It was a very, very fun fucking movie to see. And then, of course, saw Across the Spider-Verse. We all saw Across the Spider-Verse. I think, Doug, you just saw it last night. Yeah. Got it under the wire. Mm-hmm. And so that, that is what we're going to fucking be talking about today, guys. Welcome to the Hype Attack Podcast. Let's get into it. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it was at, at really almost good. every five minutes, we're just going to be like, yeah, it was a fucking great movie. It was really good. Did you see the animation? It was really good. <laughs> it was so, so good. Like, I've been talking about it with some friends and family that haven't seen it. And, and the ones that have, the ones that haven't seen it, I try. I, oh, you know what? Sorry, before we even get into anything. Rudy's going to put a big spoiler warning sound effect at the top of this because the this episode is going to post uh, probably about two weeks or some change after uh, the movie had actually come out. And it's going to be really difficult to discuss the movie without any spoilers. So big fat spoiler warning. Spoiler alert. Now that that's out of the way, the movie was really good. <laughs> It's, it's so hard. Like, I was at work trying to yeah. talk to my friend about it. He's like, what did you like about it? Like, fucking everything. Like, how like how do you break that shit down? Yeah. Dude, I'm pretty sure you could pause the movie at any moment and get just a cool art piece. Like a poster. Every every second is probably, like, a, something that's worth putting on a wall. Uh, you guys always teach always teach me something. And, and there are so many of those moments in which, you know, it, like, slow-mos and it's a splash page looking thing. And I'm like... Splash page, splash page, splash page. It just, it every fucking scene. You're right. It's 
It's a really fucking good movie. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was saying before is, is uh, I was talking about it with uh, fans and family who haven't seen it. And I was trying not to like spoil it for them or ruin anything. And it was, it was hard to do. It was really difficult to do because there's, there's like, there's certain things that happen that you want to bring up because it's exciting and it's cool the way that they did it. Uh, but it would have been spoiling it. But fuck it, we're spoiling everything right now. So you got your warning. Maybe this episode isn't for you. And if you haven't seen the goddamn movie yet, go see the fucking, go movie. See the fucking movie. Yes. We're not paid. We're not sponsored. <laughs> but just go. Okay. Other than it being really fucking good. If you've seen the first across, uh, excuse me, into the Spider-Verse. It came out in 2018 in December. We all love Spider-Man. I'm wearing, wearing a Spider-Man mask on my head right now. We all love Spider-Man. A lot. There's a bunch of Spider-Man gear in our in our studio. We, what? There's some of it. Uh, it I'm playing for the camera, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, some people may not be familiar with Miles. <laughs> what happened? I said two things. <laughs> we got we got a pair of gear. It's plural. It's a pair of gear. Three. Dude. I have a shirt in my bag. It all counts. Um, I guess it's in the. Hypertag like on another universe. And have <laughs> yeah. Everything. <laughs> so, um, everyone knows Peter Parker. That's that's like the main Spider-Man that everyone knows about. But um, I forget back when they created Miles Morales. If I'm not mistaken, it was actually kind of thanks to Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. I had just watched a breakdown video of that thing, and apparently that was a response because. Donald Glover, I think it was in Community. Mm -hmm. What I uh, seen, he wakes up and he has Spider-Man pajamas on, and then there was a, a petition within that community for him to play a Spider-Man to play, he, and no, and from ahead. that the the people who created Miles Morales was like, well, why don't we just make a comic book character? And he was introduced in the Ultimate Universe, right? Yes, he was introduced in the animated. Was he? He voiced. Fuck. Miles? No, no, Miles Morales in general, I think, was in the comic. Was oh, because oh, okay. Marvel yeah, had yeah, that yeah. whole separate oh, thought, universe, okay, the yeah. Ultimate Miles. Universe. Miles, I thought you were talking about Don Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was their kind of like playground because they because it wasn't the main MCU, oh, they were able to mm -hmm. do extra things. So they killed off Peter Parker, right? Yeah, yeah. introduced yeah, Miles, yeah, yeah. Miles so, Morales. So um, he actually wanted to play Donald Glover. Wanted to play uh, Spider Man in the Amazing Spider Man when they were getting ready to do all that stuff with Andrew Garfield. Mm -hmm. Like, he had wanted to play him, and then uh, after all that stuff happened, as Doug said, but that was in the universe, uh, in the Ultimates, from him. That's where they decided to, you know what, let's create a Spider-Man uh, in honor of Childish Gambino. Yeah. But in the in the comics, they did eventually like destroy that ultimate universe, but they saved him. I, I want to say he might be the only character from the ultimate universe that they actually brought back into the main MC, I guess not MCU, MC comics and Marvel comics. Oh, yeah. Why did they say C? It's, it's comics. It's <laughs> ah, <that's laughs> a line from the movie. Ah. Um, I, from what I heard. It's like chai tea. <laughs> or non bread <laughs> ATM machine, <laughs> a, you know, machine machine. Um, from what I from what I heard, if I'm not mistaken, that um, they did want uh, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, to to play Miles Morales, but eventually, because it takes so long for things to get greenlit, he uh, kind of aged out of it. 
but still kind of played homage, homage uh, to to that whole thing in um, Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man. Was it the first one? <laughs> I don't remember. Homecoming, if it was the first one. It might have been yeah, the first. Right. One. He was in one of them. Yeah, Homecoming. He played. I know he was in there. All that stuff is blurred right now for me. <laughs> it's yeah. so much. It's hard to be a nerd. It's so hard to be a nerd, guys. You don't even know. Uh, but he got to play uh, the uncle. He got to play Miles Morales' uncle. Uh, what is it, Aaron Davis? Do you remember the uncle's name? I just know him as a prowler. I was trying to look it up. Oh, no, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Where's my heart, Charlie? But, man, can we uh, mm. just say that uh, the way how this movie looked, for me, it was the animation um, damn near within the whole thing. Like, I loved every universe, how they had its different style and everything. But uh, I really liked the beginning with uh, Gwen Stacy, like that watercolor-ish, like, feel of the world i like how it came in and started with her story right for across the spider-verse yeah 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 yeah. but it was just one of those things like i was just like man this is her universe i was like i i I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with everybody else's and they delivered big time beyond delivered yeah i would say i mean just the opening, I mean, not opening credits, but even when they were just showing like Sony animation in Columbia, like mm-hmm. just even that was glitching through all the different styles. Yeah. And, and right away I was sitting in my seat like, God, I love this. <laughs> like it, it was so cool. I, I, I guess just because I don't know, I like art. So just seeing those different styles and then, you know, right away the first villain that we get into is that vulture, but from mm-hmm. like that Renaissance, yeah. Leonardo da Vinci kind of art and like that like to have it so different from that watercolor mm-hmm. look or or, or miles morales's the animation look it's like oh man like they're going right into it to show us like the contrast that we can get and mm-hmm. it's just damn cool and speaking of that vulture he when uh when miguel o'hara you know jumps in and, and helps save the day uh, i was gonna say spoiler alert but we already gave that at the top of the show so yeah. mm-hmm. hey um where Miguel O'Hara, uh, Spider-Man 2099 says, oh no, he has hammer power. And I was like, what the fuck does he mean? And what was cool throughout the whole movie is that they would have these little text explanations, like in a comic, that would give you what that explanation is, so you're not lost. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you can kind of go into the movie kind of not knowing much about it. Of course, see the first movie, Into the Spider-Verse, which we'll we'll get into in a second, but we're so fucking excited about Across the Spider-Verse, that, yeah, that, that hammer time thing was super cool. And, and but do I even need to explain it? I mean, if you're listening to this, you saw the fucking movie. <laughs> Hopefully. That'd be weird if you're just listening to this. And you're like, oh, I've not seen the movie. I'll just figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to overexplain that shit. But it's a, just a really fucking cool movie. Because not, nah, but it was just good, man. Like, like what um, uh, we had just mentioned or Doug had just mentioned, like, with that Renaissance look, like, they they legit came into this. And I feel like they were like, we're going to go all out regardless of yeah. what it is. And just the fact that he looked like a drawing on on paper. Yeah, a parchment. Yeah, just like that whole aspect of that. Like this this movie literally grabbed me and it didn't let go until the very end. Like I was, I was in it. I was enjoying every... Like everything from the 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 dialogue to the uh, animation to the colors 
to all the other uh, Spoodermans and Spidermans that you got to see <laughs> in this thing. And at the same time, like I'm, 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 I'm watching it, but I'm, but my eyes are are bouncing everywhere yeah. because I'm trying to pick up like little hints or Easter eggs, Easter eggs, or anything that's that that that's in there. And I feel like it's one of those movies that you would probably definitely have to go back and watch it again because you're gonna pick up things that you didn't catch the first time around. Mm-hmm. But it was just that like that good. Like I was just in this movie until the very end. Well, the fun thing about it, seeing all those different art styles, like the Renaissance one or even Spider-Punk, which I'm sure we'll talk a bunch about. Oh, yeah. Um, we've all seen drawings like that, but mm-hmm. to see it animated. Yeah. Right? I mean, especially like that Renaissance parchment, like that's mm-hmm. that's so cool. And, and like, to go off subject a little bit, a lot more indie video games are kind of delving into that, like what other kind of art can we animate into a game? Yeah. And I love it. And so I'm very excited to see more of it. And I'm hoping that this, you know, opens that door more for, for games or movies to explore alternative art styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you know, especially like, you know, well, especially with you, that you game uh, often <laughs> to put it lightly mm-hmm. is yeah. Your eye kind of gets used to something. And I think when we were talking about our, uh, talking about it in our video game, Adaptation episode, Adap- video game episode. <laughs> <laughs> Put the wand away. <laughs> no, where um, that's not a wand. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> forgot what I was going to say. Not worth it. Um, I, I, I'm gonna. I'll say this: the first movie into the Spider Verse took took the nation by storm uh, because. What I was trying to get to before was not a lot of people are familiar with the character of Miles Morales. And those who love Spider-Man are aware of Miles Morales. And we've seen him pop up in the spectacular Spider-Man, some, some other animated things. You see him pop up here and there. I think you and Jermaine, you had mentioned that he was voiced by Donald Glover uh, in one of the animated series. You know, but it never really, it never you never saw him in on the big screen in live action. And there was time we got him on PlayStation. Yeah, that's cool, dude. I haven't, I played a little bit of that game. That's mm-hmm. fun. But, um, we, you know, as much as us Spider-Man lovers would have wanted to see him on the big screen and in live action. I know we've talked about it a bunch before, but it's studio wise. It's a gamble because not a lot of people know of Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome that we still got to see him on the big screen, but mm-hmm. in animation. And then after seeing the, the first movie, and obviously after seeing the second movie, I am glad that they did it in anime. I don't, they did, News said they confirmed uh, that they're actually going to have a live action. One of the CEOs, I think there's, or not the CEO, but like a uh, producer or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. One of the producers uh, announced, um, I believe it was like at the premiere that they are in development of a live action uh, Miles yeah. Morales and a Spider Woman, so uh, we will finally see them, hopefully, on the big screen. And, and here's the interesting part: before before the uh, uh, Into the Spider Verse came out, I would have been like, "All right, super super happy and hyper." But after seeing these two animated movies, they blew it out of the water. Now it's like, dude, how do you how do you now just have a live action? See. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, that, exactly. When, when they, when Sony and Disney announced that they were going to be working together to finally, finally bring Spider-Man into the MCU, mm-hmm. there was a part of me that wanted like Disney to take Miles Morales and then Sony can continue making Peter Parker movies and then they can introduce Miles Morales into mm-hmm. the MCU just to kind of shake things up and mm-hmm. stuff. But as to what you just said, I'm glad they didn't because yeah. I think Tom Holland ended up being a great Peter Parker for the mm-hmm. MCU and this seeing it in animation, um, just yeah, 10 yeah, times better. Yeah. I think I will say this though. The, the, uh, the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man in the MCU, I always felt like it should have been Miles Morales. Mm. Not saying that, uh, Tom Holland didn't do a great job. Like I, Loves what he did with with, with Spider Man, but the the aspect of like a young Spider Man who is coming into his own and having like a mentor, yeah, I f- I, I I feel like that that aspect of a Spider Man uh, feels more like a Miles Morales than you, you know like a Peter Parker, yeah. So I always felt like. It should have been him, but now that we're finally going to get him. Um, I, I'll actually have to disagree with you, though, on that one. Come at me, bro. Ooh, is what what makes part of what makes the Miles Morales character, uh, his storyline interesting, interesting is that uh, he does have an established Spider-Man, Peter Parker, mm-hmm. to mentor him. It wouldn't have felt right if Miles Morales was being mentored by Iron Man. Not originally in the comics because Peter was dead. But yeah. No, he didn't. Oh, fuck. I don't know then. Shit. The, I retract yeah. my statement. <laughs> but, I mean, they eventually did bring oh, no, him, we hear what you're saying. Like, bring him back into the Marvel saying. comics and then he... No, I feel attacked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm insecure now. I don't want to talk. Uh, do you know what podcast you're on? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hype it up. Dude, speaking of which, so, uh, again, the first movie was fucking amazing, right? I, I, I'd seen it twice in the theaters and was blown blown away by what my fucking eyes took in uh, the art styles amongst mm-hmm. a bunch mm-hmm. of other things, the fucking the art styles, the, the voice acting, uh, the storyline, uh, the way to introduce this character, mm-hmm. the, this being his mm-hmm. origin story. And then knowing, you know, cause there was a cliffhanger at the end of the first one, knowing that they're going to do a second one going, <laughs> how are they going to do a second one? Holy shit. They fucking blew that out of the water in a, the most fantabulous, exciting way. I mean, talk about just, stepping the whole game up i mean and now the third one's gonna come out uh march of next year i think so yeah i was laughing because i forgot that they've already established that this was a two-parter so towards the end of this um movie i mean not not that i was like bored with it i, I was happy to sit there for more but towards the end they they go to that twist and i was just like jesus christ how long is this movie or <laughs> yeah. like are they gonna wrap it up are they gonna wrap it up like super quick and awkward and then it was like oh wait no dummy it's it's a two-parter. We're going to get two. We continue to. I feel, and we did. And I was like, okay. I feel for those people that did not know. About and I was say. just like, yeah. could you imagine? Cause, I uh, heard the groans. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, it was all over. After I watched the movie, like, I went into a online deep dive. All the nerds love this movie. You know, people are roaring and raving about it. I'm already hearing people saying that it's the best comic book movie ever mm. made. And it's just one of the, and granted, yeah. that's going to be like a debate, you know, like you can go back and forth, but uh, there's. I don't know. They went hard, man. Oh, no. There's there's uh, <laughs> one guy that I follow, uh, 
that goes by the name of Comics Explained. He's saying it's the best. He's saying it's better than uh, Endgame or Infinity War and Endgame. Ooh. He went that far, and I was like... Do you remember any of his reasonings? Well, he said if it's just a standalone movie, he said that um, that that he feels the only reason why uh, Infinity War and Endgame were as good as they were because we had that 10-year buildup. Absolutely. But with with the just a movie, like just a standalone movie by itself, yeah. like he was like, you can't touch this movie Endgame or any of those. Like just, just this solo movie alone, like it just felt good. And I will say the the one thing about this movie, well, I mean, there's many things, of Dude, course, yeah. but, but but it's like when I watch this movie, I'm like literally watching this movie and I'm like, why can't they do this in the live action <laughs> movies? Because it's because it's everything that you 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 see and you fantasize and you, you know, you read comic books and you play these video games. And I'm like, they're they're giving it to you. And I know I had discussed this last time, but it's just one of those things like I I, I feel like because it was an animated yep. universe, they felt like they could play and and get away with so much more. And I wish that they take that mindset mm-hmm. into these live action movies because just just the sequence of 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 when uh uh Spider Gwen went to go see Miles for the first time and he was grounded mm-hmm. but when they were swinging through the city you know having their little moment and then they finally met up atop of the building and just her like walking Dude, on yes. the statue yes. head and just like walking upside down and for myself being a a a artist mm-hmm. and I like and I love animation and all that stuff but just the the animation style of just knowing that she's upside down. Cause I don't know if you guys paid attention to it that much, but even a uh, boss logic said it himself too. Like the, the little uh, subtle like animation, like in their cheekbones, mm-hmm. like when they're hanging upside down, yeah. like you can tell, but it's just one of those, those little moments. Like it was just beautifully well done. And I'm like, I don't ever think anybody would ever do something like that no. in in a live action in a live action like just just that sequence alone. Even um, I'm gonna skip forward when they went into the multiverse and they showed you know all the like all the Spider Man in their training facility mm-hmm. and that one Spider Man had his uh, <laughs> doing the doing the iconic. I wrote that down. Uh, you know, Spider-Man scene where he has the webs extended <laughs> in in each hand. But but just just that comedy scene where they run across him and then you see like the whole herd of the other yeah. one. Yeah. I'm like, you would never get you that. You, yeah. you wouldn't. Unless, and I mean like what you brought up um, last episode or a couple episodes of Scott Pilgrim. Like uh-huh. unless like right away they just establish, hey, we're going to kind of do mm-hmm. this kind of imagery. But it brings me to a question. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Um, because everything you you brought up is perfect. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, absolutely. Would this movie work on another hero? 
like Spider-Man's movements, the way he gets around a city, mm-hmm. the way they can hang upside down and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think that adds so much to what you can even do with animation. Even the oh, way, yeah. even the way Spot was moving through his spots, mm-hmm. I was like immediately I thought that w- it wouldn't translate to live action. Well, yeah, well, yeah, it wouldn't translate to live action for sure. But what I'm asking is, oh, would it? Any other could character? they use another hero to make this style? Like if they were to have like a Thor animated, is yeah, like a Thor about? animated, or mm. Superman, or even Batman, because they don't move the same as a Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. don't see like that action, and and or like you said, even just them being able to hang upside down just yeah. adds gives yeah. you such an artistic mm-hmm. shot that like. Yeah, I guess, I mean, obviously someone like Batman would be different. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. any other hero. You bring up Batman, but my mind goes immediately to Nightwing, Dick Grayson. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because he has that that acrobat grounding uh, background. Like, yeah. I, I've seen panels of him, like, you know, flipping and flying through the city. Like, he kind of has that same that same acrobatic twist to it, but without the, the web shooters. But he has his own, you know, grappling. line. That's so, true. Yeah. Like, at that... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, I got yeah, right. See, Night, Nightwing, <laughs> Nightwing would work I, really well. I, yeah. <laughs> if you're just talking about, we love like, dick. can you? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> we really need a dick movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, dick one, two, and three <laughs> in my face right now. The whole, dick, that universe? The whole dick trilogy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Never fire from immaturity. <laughs> but if you were gonna pluck a character, like regardless of, I guess let's say the Spider-Man element, mm-hmm. you know, you know how he moves and all that stuff. Like if you were gonna pluck a character and just put him in there, mm-hmm. I think because like Spider-Man is is who he is. Like he. He's he's that smart, that smart, sm- smart Alec. And like, it's one of those things like, I feel like maybe like a Deadpool character yeah. can, can get put in there only because like, I feel like you can get away with all like the kookiness, yeah. you know, of, of what they did in the animated world. But what's so, what's so funny, speaking of that, like Deadpool, it's kind of like the reverse where you never thought that you would be able to do a, char- do a character like Deadpool who's super meta mm-hmm. and then make it into live action. Mm-hmm. So like Deadpool, Deadpool and uh, Scott Pilgrim should be the two uh, uh, inspirations, mm-hmm. encouragements for for uh, studios to make live action uh stupid not that they don't already do but but to be like full physics like go full monty if this character is meta go meta if uh this character moves in a really like you know mm. uh you know, a super agile way yeah. like go full monty with it mm. don't hold back we we're the audience well we can accept yeah. it i mean i think we can't go an episode without mentioning like Zack snyder made batman oh, yeah. move yes like, yeah, 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 yes yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. absolutely right? tally on right? how many times we mentioned that because oh, didn't because didn't, didn't didn't deadpool travel the multiverse too in a sense when he went through and and he killed certain versions of himself yeah in yeah, that he did in that sequence yep 
like where he killed Ryan Reynolds when he was reading the Green Lantern script. <laughs> I'm sorry, but all of that's going to get have to get bleeped out. We were given the spoiler alert for this movie and not Deadpool. So, uh, Rudy, do your thing. But um, spoiler within a spoiler. <laughs> that's like Inception. 16 spoilers. Inception. But that's the thing, though. Like it was. Um, it was such a good movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a really good movie. Really, really was. There's something to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. just as we're saying. Because, but you brought up the the Sony game, mm-hmm. or, or I think it's now multi-platform, but it was on the PlayStation mm-hmm. exclusively originally. And, um, you know, I love that game, the first one. And I haven't really played the others, but it, it felt so good. And I remember everyone saying, like, "Oh, I can't wait for them to make more." And mm-hmm. I think they have said they're going to make a Wolverine. That, yeah, that same yeah, company, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but even when people were saying like we want more heroes from this company, I have to say like Spider Man worked like I think part of the fun in that game was specifically because you were Spider Man, yeah, mm-hmm. because you could swing around and the way you can like grab the enemies and throw them. Mm-hmm. Like Spider Man's from a video game point of view, his mechanics as a hero mm-hmm. just work really really well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of the same thing with this with the animation. His mechanics as a hero work really really well yeah. for very stylized animation did that same company also make an avengers game that flopped oh was that oh we should look that up because that avengers game because i remember in in the spider-man <laughs> I game which i don't think it's the same it was it was the last game but i actually like played full on through right like i mentioned i'm not much of a gamer but that was the one and i was on ps4 yeah was it that avengers game where everybody was making fun of their costumes and said yes. that the movie yeah Costumes look better Ter- than the video. Terrible. Game. Yeah. Or or no no no. They said the Fortnite. Captain. They said the Fortnite characters look better than that. Probably better. Remember the Captain America look wonky as shit. Definitely oh, wasn't worth, worth no America's ass. But because uh, the <laughs> Avengers was hinted at in it was not. No. No. Oh, Insomniac I think Insomniac makes... made Spider Man. I think yeah. that was like Crystal Weird. or something. Well, the Avengers game, uh, that was, you know, everyone's going after that Destiny Gold. That live action, live service uh, mm. video game where people can pay a monthly battle pass and this and that. So Avengers was supposed to be like a Destiny style game, and it had promise. But they, the looks of them, I can understand them wanting to separate themselves and say, "Hey, we're not the MCU," but they could have done a better job with those initial looks. Anyway, we're off to. topic. Yeah, <laughs> we're never too far from video but games. If but, I'm yeah. wrong, wasn't there an Easter egg of? Of the yeah. video game, yes. In the not just not just the part one video, the recent Spider-Man, yeah, two video a Spider-Man game. two yeah. Easter egg. Because I saw it when I was watching the movie, and I was like, "Hey, my nephew was like, hey, look.'" He's like, "No, I saw it." And then I later learned, "Oh shit, that's actually a glimpse of the gameplay." Yeah, there of was Spider-Man two gameplay footage in there. Like you got to pay attention, but it's in there. It's in there definitely. Well, uh, I think when they flash by the Insomniac Spider-Man, the little. Thing pops up says insomniac oh, version. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. No, you know what? You said it uh, at the beginning of this mm-hmm. about like trying to keep your eyes peeled for all the different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Screen Crush, they listed 301 Easter eggs in that whole thing. And there's a bunch. There's co- comic covers, uh, the number of things, um, just so much symbolism, so many Easter eggs in that thing. Uh, with yourself, the 42, with the 42 and the spider. Uh, representing Mr. Jackie Robinson right. playing baseball. He was mm-hmm. the first, you know, uh, black baseball player and all that stuff, you know. So so they did a little, you know, they 
sprinkled a bunch of things a throughout bunch. the movie. A, a bunch of it too was, was also to play uh, to pay uh, homage, homage, homage. Comment in, in the comment section. Which one's right? Um, of all of the movies. All the Spider-Man movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from the, you know, the Spider-Man holding the, the two things together, pulling them together uh, to like the, the, the stopping the train sequence. Yeah. Um, dance in the first spider in the first into the uh, uh, Spider-Verse. They, you know, <clears throat> you know, I'm Peter Parker. Let's, mm-hmm. let's tell the story mm-hmm. again. And they hinted at like the, the him dancing. I mean, everything from the Raimi Spider-Man to yeah. Andrew Garfield, everything. And and I loved. Oh, even if, even to the cartoons as well. I mean, mm-hmm. in this one, the spectacular Spider-Man, right, popped up yeah. and gave a, the pep talk to Miles Morales. So, it's it's super. It's I love that this movie wasn't just like no, we're our own little movie here. It's mm-hmm. like no, mm-hmm. we're we're a true Spider Verse movie, and we're going to include all of the Spider Verses. See, and this is what I feel. Uh, uh, Marvel, and I don't know, maybe even. Star Wars and a lot of these movie companies, like if they're going to make big movies, like we've mentioned before, I I feel like you don't have to make all these individual, you know, movies. Like you can make a movie with multiple characters in there yeah. and it can be done well. You don't need, you know, all the time, you know, part one, a part two, you know, of, of a certain, you know, solo movies all the time. Like you can create a universe with having multiple characters in there at the same time. It doesn't have to be always that solo act every time. Hey. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask, because, um, I mean, so far we really haven't even touched on the story too much. We're still talking right, about it. Right. Oh, yeah, but before gonna... we do get into the story, was there any of the spider alternatives? Um, I was actually going to mention something that similar. That, that, that really stood out? That either one that you already knew and you were excited to see or one that maybe was brand new and you thought was cool. As you guys are thinking about that answer, I was actually going to talk about something similar. So mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> no, you stop. Sorry, there's a camera on. I got to play up to it. <laughs> it. It was the, because uh, if you're not familiar, there there was a, sp- <laughs> there was a spider, there was a spider verse uh, comic, the whole storyline. And when when I was watching this movie, and they're in the the Spider Man headquarters in the future in 2099 in Nueva York, and all of the Spider characters, I was like, I'm familiar with maybe a quarter of these characters, and how many of these are just made up for uh, the movie itself? And thanks to Ryan Airy on Screen Crush, all of them have been from the com in comics or game like they've they've all existed prior to the movie. Mm-hmm. So which I think was super cool to do. But also seeing that many spider people is like, God damn it. Was there that many uh variants of the spider people? Oh there's a I'm sure Spider Man's like the one character with the most he's gotta have the most variants out of everything. There's that's a crazy multiverse or... out there. Like it's I don't remember exactly that's one thing we need to probably look up at some point or What's you that? know for our own knowledge like how many Multiverses are there in the Marvel, not not Marvel Cinematic Universe, but just in Marvel comics in general. Uh, I don't know if they ever put a limit. Yeah, there's no limit. Yeah, hmm. it. All, all all I know um, from the does not exist. <laughs> from I think from Loki. No, 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 no. Scratch that. I'm actually thinking of everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Another another great multiverse <laughs> movie, by Dude, the way. Dude, a fantastic multiverse <laughs> movie. What I was going to say was, because I thought it was in Loki, but it was actually in Everything Everywhere All at Once, mm-hmm. was when they, they looked at like a graph of all the multiverses. Yeah. And there's like your core 
you know, multiverses and the further out you get, then you turn into like a rock or like wiener fingers or whatever the hell it is. Cause you know, there's T-Rex Spider-Man, there's spider cat, there's mm-hmm. spider car, Peter parked car, um, fucking, uh, spider ham. You know, so there's like all oh, yeah. those weird ones, endless, endless goodies. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, for me, I gotta say, I liked Hobie. I like spider punk. I loved the way that he was animated just like that straight out of sex pistols uh you know mm-hmm. punk rock look uh he was voiced by oh my god I, I thought i remembered his name um well, i was gonna say i think i read somewhere where they like animated different parts of him at different frame rates yeah. oh he and did like, seem like a lower frame i think rate. it was i mean it was, it was all that kind of like cut out magazine look yeah to yeah him. Uh, again like one of those things like so cool to see animated because i've you know we've obviously seen that look before yeah mm-hmm. but to see it animated and hardcore i mean they went in on that character they they totally mm-hmm. got him uh voiced by daniel kaluuya and he mm-hmm. he was in uh black panther mm-hmm. so some actually you know some of these uh voice actors kind of double dipped in the mcu as well oh yeah yeah, oh, I'm yeah. Not, i won't go into like oh, who they played in live action stuff but it's, it's that's the other thing too the fucking cast is great uh from oscar isaac to jake johnson to mahersha holly uh daniel kaluuya uh, Dude, Jason Schwartzman, Issa Rae, it goes on and on and on. Like oh, yeah. these Oscar people, Isaac is, uh, oh, in there. But the other space daddy, Rudy. Do you oh, have a favorite, particular favorite <laughs> cider person? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I wasn't like consciously looking forward to this Spider Man or this Spider Man. I did fucking die when Peter Park car fucking popped up <laughs> and it flashed a name under it. Peter Park, I'm like, shut the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then watching the the in-depth videos of like that's the actual, you know, character that oh, yeah. popped up in, in one of the Spider-Verse comics. I'm like, holy shit. Oh no, but see, and that's the thing. For a lot of people who don't know about all these other Spoodermans, like it's <laughs> it's it's crazy to to think that these other variants like exist out there and that they're real yeah like that's the thing that they're like canon like they're 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 real characters that exist in their their own universe uh (laughs) completely side point not spider-man related but we're talking about like the weird stuff that now kind of exists in Mm -hmm. these movie things sure i still think about the thanos's helicopter that was in Loki. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you yeah. want to talk about ridiculous oh, comic book stuff, man. Do you remember? No. Yes. They were like in in yeah. when Loki got like sucked to that planet where he met the other Lokis. They were planet they, or they were like or whatever. Um, they were like walking through, and you see like this, exiled like, down. They? Yeah, this down helicopter that says like Thanos on the side. Yeah, and if you look it up it. in the comics, like Thanos shows yeah, up like, on a helicopter. He had a <laughs> yes. He, he legit had a helicopter. I don't remember. It's as good as Batman shark repellent. Because this is all that old school stuff. Anyway, back to Spider-Man. But for me... Hold on, sorry. Before you continue, I had a whole different visual image of Thanos copter when you said that. And I was like... Well, it's like Thanos has a Thanos without pants on, you know. <laughs> I am inevitable. I call this Thor's hammer. I call this Milner. You see the spin? You come back to me. No, no, no. Getting some wind off of that thing. <laughs> He, he misread the instructions on how to like do the snap. He thought it was you had the helicopter. <laughs> he just Put like your pants on. He, he hung all the, the stones from you know. <laughs> and so I was like, "What are you doing? You just got to snap." Oh, how do you Prince Albert for that many Infinity Stones? <laughs> the Infinity Jock, dear uh, God, the Infinity Jock. Uh, 
If we have any Jesus animators Christ. listening, yeah. I would love <laughs> an animation of that. Yeah, what just happened? It. What just happened? Thanks, uh, Rudy, for giving us like the whole thing. you that's somewhere on Reddit right now. They know soon a helicopter. Like, Port, Port Germain <laughs> has to bring this. Ba- he's going to continue it after that. <laughs> all right, all right. I thwip, always thwip, do. Bring it back. I always thwip, do. Thwip, By the way, the T Rex one, his, his thwip was T whip. T thwip. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that either until I saw the breakdown. I was like, oh, it's so cute. Jermaine, back to you. Sorry, Jermaine. Oh, no, but for me, it's just one of those things like, I. I'm like a villains fan because yeah. I feel like if if you have a good villain, then you're gonna have a even greater hero. Agreed. And it's and it's not saying that I don't you know that I didn't like any of the heroes or anything. I loved everybody, but for me, it's it's always the threat in the movie. You know the big dun 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 moment of 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 what's to come and it's what these characters have to overcome and i love that throwaway character uh the spot he started off as a throwaway character yeah villain of the week and i and i loved his dragon ball z evolution dude like he like he became this this thing that necessarily i i i feel like nobody expected no. not even him no yeah and for me that was the 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 like oh shit just got real yeah like the weight of the movie happened with this throwaway character besides you know all the other characters you know they were carrying you know their own weights in the sense you know but just just that character alone and what we got in the beginning to what we got at the end, I was like, "Oh, and I'm ready for this." I also like a, a, a nemesis, a nemesis, not just a villain, but a nemesis uh, that their storyline, or rather, their motives, uh, kind of well, not the motives, but uh, where they, that character parallels the the protagonist, mm-hmm. right? So, with the spot, he was a throwaway villain. The villain of the week, mm-hmm. right? Underestimated. Mm-hmm. Miles was underestimated, mm-hmm. and he had to continue to prove his worth in oh, a yeah. in a positive oh, yeah. way. Oh, but yeah. he had to continue to prove Big his time. worth, and and so that's where that you can see the both of them kind of you know seeing eye to eye. I like a villain that has motive, where the protagonist has to question like, should I stop this guy? That's what made Thanos uh, a really interesting character, a villain. Is is you know it was like yeah you snap and you get rid of fifty percent of the population and it was the same reasoning that people like hunt deer or whatever and it's to like help control the population so that those that survive uh, don't starve and and live a higher quality life you know and you go uh, well at least they're just snapping and not murdering them like he used to before <laughs> the Infinity Gauntlet but per um, what I'm leading to is is Miguel O'Hara he is sort of the anti-hero. Of the movie, like he's that version of like Spider-Man that doesn't have all that hope and yeah, you know, like the overcome. We can do this as broody as Ben Riley. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I loved about Miguel Miguel O'Hara is um, when when you get to the point of the movie, uh, which was 
I, I like in movies where they show and don't tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one, this movie definitely showed and didn't feel the need to tell, except for this earned exposition, which was when uh, Miles meets uh, Miguel O'Hara and he gives a whole explanation of the Spider-Verse. And by the way, did you catch the sort of sacred timeline-esque looking uh, thing yeah. branching off, a yeah. la Loki? Mm-hmm. So that might you know connect both of those things. And, and uh, it, because of that, where Miguel O'Hara, uh, his job essentially is to maintain the spider-verse timelines thus like the the can uh, the canon canon warnings making sure that you know uh the uncle ben's die and the uh stacy uh what's gwen stacy's dad's name i forget but captain stacy dies like that's canon that needs to move those characters along and and one of the plot points in the movie is that <clears throat> if any of these uh canon events like nexus events in loki if they don't happen, then the whole thing will collapse and that character will be something else, which was a plant. And you, for later on, when uh, you realize that the original Miles Morales in Earth 42, was, who was supposed to get bit by the spider that our Miles Morales got bit by, didn't have his uncle die, actually had his dad die, and then turns him evil. So these canon events are, are important. So... In, in this whole, what I'm trying to get to is what makes uh, Miguel O'Hara an anti-hero is he's very similar to Kang, Kang the Conqueror, or Kang and all his variants, is he is there to control maybe not the sacred time, timeline, but the Spider-Verse timeline, and if anything fucks up, it'll create a Nexus event and destroy that whole universe. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, sorry... Miles, you weren't supposed to have gotten bit by the spider. You weren't supposed to exist. Your Spider-Man was supposed to live. And you kind of fucked things up, they said in a PG, PG-13 way. And you're kind of like, damn, he's kind of right, you know? So is he a bad guy? He's doing it in real dickish ways. I mean, if you look at it that way. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> that the duty of, <laughs> of protecting the Spider-Verse... Um, you know, the fact that the things that you have to make sure happen are so dark and sad. Yeah. Like, that would definitely have a toll on on you. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if anyone could, like, do that and maintain any sort of, like, hope and, and happiness. You're At that point, you're going to, like, get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was what's interesting when they introduced uh, the... Um, Oh, I forget the character's name. I should have looked it up. But the uh, in, the Indian um, Spider-Man um, is, he's like, if you remember in Across the Spider-Verse, he's, by the way, I love that the way his artwork looked. It was like very Bollywood and stuff like that. The colors are great. And Moonbatten. Um, he's very positive and very colorful and very, here's how things, I'm not gonna do the accent. He's like, here's how things are. I have a girlfriend. I'm, you know, cool with the, 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 the in-law and up. They weren't married yet. You know, every life is going great. And it's like, why are you so happy? Oh, it's because the bad shit hadn't happened yet. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I was, again, I was going to say spoiler alert, but he, uh, what ends up happening is Miles Morales saves that, uh, universe's, uh, Captain Stacy and stops a cannon event starts to kill the whole universe. Yeah. Um, oh, before we get too much into the, the uh, story, I, I just want to say, I really liked, um, obviously spider punk and mm-hmm. then seeing Ben Riley's Scarlet spider was, was cool to me. Cause that was one of the early comic books. I mean, I mostly got DC as a kid, but, um, 
I think seeing that new Spider-Man on the cover, that, that new costume, I liked the hoodie thing. I thought that was kind of cool back then. Um, so seeing him in this movie was cool, especially that art style, that very nineties, super ripped, Happy heavy ink. Yeah. yeah it, that was really cool to see. And then, um, I don't know if I caught n- the name, but the girl that was just in like an avatar, like she was just sitting at home on the VR set. Me as someone that loves playing VR, it's like, oh man, that's so cool. I, oh, I always nice. wanted a video game that treated me like as someone putting on the VR and talked to me as if they knew I was sitting at home in the VR controlling an avatar. I always thought that'd be a cool game. And I always thought it'd make like a pretty cool superhero. So that was neat to see. Cause I was looking at it. I was like, oh, they got their own Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which I think, I think, you know, Oracle's such a good character that mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot, I'm surprised more heroes don't yeah. have that Oracle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this movie is, is in the, the point of view of Gwen and miles. In the first movie, it was just a point mm-hmm. of view of miles. Mm-hmm. So it's a point of view of them, these two kids who are spider spider people. But not only that, what makes them unique is that mm-hmm. they aren't a Peter. You know what I mean? So they can, yeah. they can kind of relate to each other mm-hmm. on, on that end. Um, so, yeah, the whole movie starts off with with Miles Morales, and he's learning to be a good Spider-Man. He's trying to, you know, typical Spider-Man thing is trying to balance life and superhero-ness. Which, I, I, it was almost uh, refreshing to see the whole secret identity thing again. Because we haven't had that mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a lot of That's these superhero point. movies, and it, especially with the teenage character, it it just adds so much more funness, I think, mm-hmm. to the story and that like stress. And I mean, it, I guess it makes you relate to the characters a bit more because you recognize, like, man, he he needs to finish school, but he's also saving the world mm-hmm. or saving multiple worlds right now. So, and, I think and, that was a cool thing. And what I what I what I like about um, a Spider-Man storyline where he's a teenager or he's in school is that he he has his parents, he has his parental figures, and he's trying to get along with them, trying to relate to them. He's still under their roof and under their rules. And and nobody in the entire movie that took like a common theme where nobody takes him seriously. None of the adult figures take him seriously. Gwen believes in him, but his parents don't believe in him. They just we, want... we believe in him. <laughs> <laughs> we, the Hypertag podcast... <laughs> Believe in Miles Morales. Oh, no, but, but we, the yeah. people, like the audience, like it's one of those <laughs> things where it's hard because you're watching a movie and those are the little elements that get you frustrated yep. because you know, as the audience member, you know what Miles is doing, but he's getting shitted on by everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things like, you know, you're like, if they only knew what what this guy has been doing. But also, if if Miles only you know in in the first act, you know, yes, he's he's doing a pretty good job being a Spider Man. Made some mistakes here and there, nothing too major yet. Um, but he's, even still, he hasn't reached his full potential. Mm-mm. You think he reaches that in like the in the, the third act? You know, it, it was it's a evolution of of these characters as the movie um, progresses and it goes on. I felt a little a little bad for Spider-Gwen because mm. you're wondering when this movie starts and then she gets um she gets to go with the Spider-Verse team mm-hmm. and you're sitting there and you're wondering you you know you're like why is it a problem for her to go and then the whole 
Miles thing, like when she comes back and then she visits him for the first time and you find find out that she's been in this Spider-Verse unit, you know, this uh elites. Elite S- small elite team turns out to be a society whole. <laughs> for like a while, but you really find out that she just recently that that she came to his universe to really do a job. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily really to see him. And you 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 also see that they both really missed each other, mm. especially from the first, you know, movie to where we are now. When she gets his sketchbook, you know, and you see all the <laughs> sketches of 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 her in there, and then they're swinging through the city, and all this stuff. But but when you find out the reason why she couldn't come mm-hmm. visit him, it and, was heartbreaking. Yeah, like it, like I'm like. All Spider-Man stories hurt. They, <laughs> they hurt deep. But also, what was... I mean, there's there's so many layers to this movie, mm-hmm. right? There's his own self-discovery. Mm-hmm. There's this this meta story. This It's kind of meta where um, Miles Morales is trying to... And, and it was said by like his counselor, uh, played by Rachel Dratch, where he she tells him, you need to write your own story. You need, you're the maker of your own story. And... and he throughout part one and part two, he felt the need to prove himself, mm-hmm. which the meta theme is that the character overall in, in the comics as well of Miles Morales, a, a black Spider-Man who tries to fight his way to be seen and be known and prove his self worth in this world where everyone loves Peter Parker, Spider-Man is, is such like a, a beautifully, uh, a, a beautiful meta thing in this mm-hmm. whole thing. I don't know if I had any other points. Yeah, no, uh, and um, and scene. Plus, there's like the whole idea that Miles and Gwen were dealing with having like that secret life with their parents and needing to tell their parents, but not knowing how their parents would react. Mm -hmm. It's obviously parallels to a lot of things that kids go through Mm -hmm. in the real world. Which I mean, part of the whole point of Spider-Man from the very beginning in the comic books, Stanley was Spider-Man was supposed to be us as readers. He was mm-hmm. the little nerd. The whole reason he had a full mask was because he could be anybody. Mm-hmm. And I think we got that again with this movie of just like these characters could be, especially a younger person that is still with their parents or still you know maybe keeping things from their parents. Um, I just thought that was a kind of a beautiful parallel to maybe some issues. <laughs> no, you still can't be Spider-Man. How dare you? <laughs> this movie proved I can be whatever I want to be. Everyone but you. <laughs> you know what? I, you know having a mask on and talking sounds like. Like you have a mask on. <laughs> the Deadpool reference. You got a dick in your mouth. <laughs> when that's part two of the trilogy. When, <laughs> when Isaac wears the Spider-Man costume or. His mask. I'm like that little kid that was in the 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 <laughs> show. Uh, I don't want this costume anymore. <laughs> I don't want this costume anymore. <laughs> it's I funny exactly that kid's voice. <laughs> that kid's voice is so deeper than. Uh, yeah, 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 like, I, it, I don't it, want it. it. It's so money. <laughs> but um, <laughs> back to back to uh, what you were saying. I do think that making Miles that first anomaly. Mm-hmm. And that's why, because I think in, in one of our earlier episodes, after seeing the trailer, we had commented or we had pondered what was going to make 
what made Miles not fit in. Because mm-hmm. I think in the early trailers, mm-hmm. they showed Miguel, Spider-Man 2099, you know, saying, like, you don't belong here or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think we asked what his sacrifice was going to be. Yeah we, yeah. yeah, we were wondering what it was. I was like, um, he already had a sacrifice. What else does he yeah. need to <laughs> so, give up? Can he just live? That was a dramatization of episode two. <laughs> um, so, yeah, learning learning that he was a, this first anomaly and he shouldn't mm. exist and mm. because of him there's this whole other thing. I thought that was that was really cool. Oh, that was money. There's a lot of really cool standout, I think, moments story wise. It, and it, it's a layered movie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like it hit him hard. So so when when you find out that 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 Gwen knows and all the rest of the character knows and then when Miles finds this out. Yeah. The betrayal. Like that hit him hard, especially the fact that Gwen knew. And that Peter B knew. And all the... That's everybody his mentor. Knew. Yeah. yeah. Everybody it, those, knew. Those two hit the hardest. Everybody knew. And it's, and it's that aspect of... Because when I was watching the trailer, I was like, what what is he going to have to give up? Like, you know it's going to be a, a thing that's going to be heartbreaking. But the thing that I really liked about Miles when he found out, you know, why he couldn't be a part of this thing, because he did ask Gwen, he's he's like, you know, or, or Gwen told him that there was only like a few spots on this, you know, on this, on this. Definitely lied. You know, squad. And then he goes into that universe and it's everyone except for him. Yeah. (laughs) Which which made for a good uh, comedic beat, by the way. And it's just one of those things that, that like, when he finds out the reason, that's that's heartbreaking because he's looking at this like he already lost people. All these Spoodermans already lost people. And it's just this thing that that like they they tell him that this has to happen. Like yeah. your dad is gonna die. His dad is, ch- is going to become chief and in in the in the Spider Verse, that's Cap- the thing Captain. that happens. Captain. Oh, all right, yeah. Hey, uh, Captain, my fault. But um, <clears throat> it's okay. We'll forgive it. That he has to die. Boo this man! <laughs> but that <laughs> he has to die, <laughs> and it's one of those things like like where yeah, I feel like Spider Man twenty ninety nine is one of those people. I'm like, you're not the one who, in my head, anyways, <laughs> you're not the one who I want to lead this task force because. <laughs> I get he has done things and he sees it, but but in 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 my head and probably in a Spider-Man Peter Parker head, he's no. There has to be a way around this. Like yeah. like like this stuff necessarily doesn't have to happen. So it's one of those things like where he's like the line that he drops. He's like everybody keeps telling me my story, you know, or how my story is supposed to go. And he's like, nah, you know, I'm, I'm going to do, do my, my own thing. thing. And it's one of those things Inches. like where <laughs> I immediately went home and I changed my Instagram <laughs> bio to that. But but it's just one of those things like where that is a, a Spider-Man. Like you want that hope. You need that hope and you yeah. have to have that. And that's... Uh, Going off topic, but that's what you know. A a a hero, Superman, you know, represents. Like, yes, there's all these things going on, but you always have, you always have this hope, regardless of 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 
what it is that's 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 going to happen or the fact that they're telling you that this has to happen no no matter what and i'm supposed to just sit here and allow that no yeah it's a whole argument no. it's a whole argument over destiny mm-hmm. and, and by the way it's not not just hope but self-generated hope mm-hmm. cuz throughout the whole uh first movie with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> and nah fuck you bitches i'm doing my own thing which, which by the way we got uh like in the first one, at the end of the first one, where he finally realizes his self worth and his strength, mm. and he's he's falling. He launches off the building. He's falling down, but it's an upside down. It's an inverted mm. shot, so it looks mm. like he's rising up. Mm. Cue the song. It's like mm. whatever rising up. Fucking. By the way, the soundtrack. Of the both what of up movie, danger? Whoo! Lo- that's still in my gym playlist. Ah, man, the soundtrack it. is fucking hot as shit. Just as good as everything else. Like this, this, this movie. Every every beat, everything. Hits. It's really good. It's so good. It's so good. Little tangent. Speaking of the sound, uh, people were complaining that the the sound was a little low in like oh, the yeah. first act. I've, I've seen that. And Complain. one of the the writers or the producers uh, made stickers, and it said, uh, "I play. I'm awesome because I play the the movie at seven. So it should be played at seven mm. or seven point five. So if anyone's a, a projector runner." Play the goddamn thing at uh, the volume at seven to seven point five. Yeah, I was in the the Dolby theater, and I, I want to say it did feel a little low mm. at first, but then eventually it was it was fine. But I was definitely worried. Yeah, like, man, like if someone starts talking next to me, I'm going to give them the biggest <laughs> yeah. ever. Speaking of like the soundtrack, uh, there's a little Easter egg that I know that um, that they said that uh, Spider Man 2099's main theme comes from the uh oh my god it 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 just left me the un unlimited spider-man theme because oh, yep. because the unlimited right. spider-man design is pulled from spider-man 2099 yeah. so that that from the cartoon uh they pulled the theme from there and they did their own thing for the uh spider-man yeah. and i love that little that little sound beat oh yeah. oh heck yeah like, i love stuff it's like that a, it's it's menacing it it just it just fits that that character like he's that like we mentioned that version of spider-man that's that necessarily didn't get his powers through a spider bite i think he genetically uh did Something to his body. Yeah, some experiments with yeah. spider DNA, but he didn't get bit. So he's like a very different variant from everybody else. And I feel like that fit well because like like they uh, mentioned in the movie, mm. Miles wasn't supposed to exist. That mm-hmm. spider wasn't supposed to bite him. And, and just him being a very far off variant than yeah. all the rest of the... It just fit that those two were going to... Um, Clash. Yeah, like bump heads and clash. Speaking of clashing, I'm sorry. I want to. I want to get this in before uh, I forget. I want to give the writers um, props for not turning the Spider Punk Miles Morales Gwen thing into some stupid love triangle oh, yeah, yeah, beef yeah. thing. Oh yeah, like they, they were setting it up yeah. towards like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna clash, <laughs> um, and they didn't. Spider Punk ended cool. up being really really cool about it all, and mm-hmm. like, and I thought that was. 
kind of cool and refreshing, especially since you're dealing with like 15 year old. Oh yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. the, the typical 15 year old mm. be like, man, what are you talking mm. to the girl? I like, but that was miles <laughs> to, to <laughs> Firepunk is too cool for Spot that. On. Hey, I was always cool <laughs> to the, uh, to him and, and Miguel hair clashing and, and more so to, uh, our miles being technically an anomaly. Right, so he, so Miles is given the classic trolley dilemma. You guys familiar with the, the familiar with the uh, dolly situation, uh, or it would be like the 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 cart the cart trolley, whatever. Like in Spider Man One, it's like are the lives of the many worth the life of one, or vice versa? Mm-hmm. And it's like your dad has to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I was like your dad. Your dad has to die. Noted for the fucking multiverse. <laughs> so I was doing he a Star Trek it. reference. Yeah, he was Sorry. Star Trek. Oh my god! I accidentally quoted a Star Trek. <laughs> Play the thing. <laughs> I learned something. No, you were good. You were good. Inadvertent. Let's try to sell. <laughs> the, the. Oh no no so 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 what I wanted to say was, um, so Miles gets presented the trolley situation right, and it's like, this can't be the only way that it has to happen, and the thing is, it isn't. Because he's an anomaly, so he gets to write his own story. So I don't mm-hmm. think he's beholden to a canon event. And I, I don't know if he realizes it just yet, but I don't think fucking Miguel realizes that. Because Miles wasn't supposed to exist at all. Oh, or no, but nobody. this one. Exactly. And that's the conflict and, you know, what they have to deal with. But it's just one of those things, like I said, you know, because it's, you know, because it's this type of... uh thing that he has to choose or accept mm-hmm. it's just going to be one of those things because it has happened many times mm-hmm. before everybody else feels like this is just the way that our story goes even even gwen was going to accept it uh, for mm-hmm. the most part and when she finally gets back to her universe mm-hmm. and finally confronts her dad because uh, i think we skipped over it and again, you've probably seen the movie, but in the first act, it's it's a cold open, by the way. It's a movie. It, it wasn't even the, the title yet. It's a cold open. It's Gwen's story. She has a whole battle uh, against a vulture with Miguel O'Hara and Jessica Drake in the museum. And her dad is trying to hunt down Spider-Woman because Spider-Woman, quote unquote, killed uh, Peter Parker. He was the loser. Or he thought. He thought because so. Because Gwen was lingering over the body and so they have that uh, uh amazing spider-man andrew garfield moment where she finally has to take off her mask thinking let's this is going to solve it my dad's going to be like oh you're spider woman all right all is forgiven but dude like my heart sunk when he started to read her, her uh, the miranda rights I was, I was looking at that scene i was like you company man <laughs> <laughs> so so she runs away because she's like, I can't believe this. Like, talk about being uh, mm-hmm. uh, betrayed, mm-hmm. you know, heartbroken and betrayed. And so she runs away and she runs off. And, and when, then she finds out. When she finally comes back and and reunites with her father, and she was just going to grab some stuff and take off. But he then reveals to her that I quit being captain in the middle of your speech. And she's like, oh, this means like the, the curse, the, the captain's curse. It's over. But it's also cold because that's an ice cold scene too because when she leaves to go with the Spider-Verse team, they were, you know, hesitant at first to to take her. But but just her story in general, when she goes with them, I was like, why is she, are they allowing her, you know, to go 
And then you find out that, you know, her dad was supposed to die. But it's one of those, I'm like, she left and then she found this out and then she still stayed there. Uh. And then, you know, like her coming back, you know, in my head, I thought that, you know, she was coming back and going to possibly see, you know, R.I.P. Mm. to her dad because she knew the outcome. So that's why I, I, I felt like the other Spider-Verse team took her in because they're like, well, her story is going to end like this as well. So let's just take her in, you know. So when she did come back, I was like, when you find this stuff out, you know, through the movie, and I was like, dang. So she knew, but she was just going to let her dad die. So that's why of- I say it was ice cold because of that whole she had the knowledge but she still kind of eh. kind of reminds me of like minority report yeah. you learn about the future and you come mm-hmm. back and you're like still mm-hmm. gonna go through with it so mm-hmm. so if i'm if i'm not mistaken then um they didn't want to take her because she was a liability because her canon event hadn't happened yet right her i think yeah that's what her, i got out of that yeah her canon event didn't happen and then the whole miles thing yeah because probably her relationship with miles as well with with miles was more so him. like a big thing with that but I even like how 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 Spider-Man Miles gets because of the whole uh when he finds that out and then he has to run from everybody and then he has these little interactions with everybody and then when uh Miguel finally catches up to him I love that he had that plan the whole time where he was like luring him away yeah when they battle and they go through it and and he's like uh I need he's like I needed you guys here. Mm-hmm. And I was like that's my boy Spider-Man <laughs> right there. Like that's proven his worth. That's the Spider-Man isk like moment right there which was so money to me. And with that said for him finally going to the machine that 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 Pretty cool little Matrix E. What was it called? Machine. It was called like the Go, the go, go Back Home. Where where it takes your DNA and yeah. it and Ooh. it and it and it sends you Plot point. to to where you're from. Yeah. So it, it places you back to your reality. Now, going into this, did any of you guys see that twist? I no. S- well, as soon as he got in. It, it listed a different earth than what he was mm-hmm. on. I forget the numbers, but I just recognized yeah, yeah, it was yeah, different. Yeah. That was the thing. I forgot that. I was like, I didn't remember what his mm-hmm. earth number mm-hmm. was. Yeah. yeah but that, that was, was that was me too. It popped up uh, going back to earth 42, mm-hmm. which was the number on the, the spider that bit him. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like when they were going through all that, I'm like, oh shit, that wasn't his universe. Like, oh, he got infused with the, you know, the spider DNA. Mm-hmm. And now that that's his origin universe because, yeah. because mm-hmm. of that spider. Yeah, like that whole thing, like I was it 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 got me and it was just one of those things like where I was like where where he finally revealed his identity mm-hmm. to his mom and I was like she just played that off. Yeah. But that moment right there I was like no. Somebody said somebody said too not, her, her eye color is different. Yeah, like he's not there and it didn't register and I was sitting there. Like, the art was, like, was subtly you, different you, too. You, you motherfuckers, <laughs> you motherfuckers. Yeah, it was oh, so, the reveal so wrapped up in the yeah. drama of that scene yeah. that I oh, yeah. didn't notice it until she's like, 
Spider Who? And yeah. I'm like, that's and of course and they, they did it Gwen, so well. They had Gwen on the outside. Yeah. You know, apparently she was just hesitating to get in, but you know, they made it out like she was listening every, to it. I love every, that. Everything like 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 Doug said, Gwen was outside, his his dad was on his way home. Mm-hmm. And then when you saw the cow car pull up and the person that comes to the apartment is his is his uncle who died in the first movie. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I mean, but I got it from when the mom, you know, just when she says, What's Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that whole aspect, and it just kept getting better and better. And then mm-hmm. when you find out that uh, uh, he's talking to his uncle, who was the prowler in his mm-hmm. universe from the first movie, and they get into this thing, and they go up to the roof. No, they go up to uh, his law. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Our Miles and... And then he gets knocked out by something we don't know. And then it's revealed to him that uh, his his version of himself in, in this alternate universe is the Prowler. And, and, and he's chained up to this punching bag. A la Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you guys remember... Before before Miles was even revealed that he was this universal prowler, and they and they set it up where his uncle looked like he was a prowler because he had yeah. a claw. Yeah. When he when he smacked, oh, that was so cool, dude! The that, punching bag. How that that scene that the tenseness of yeah. him like Oof. trying to explain like who he is and yeah. like you know let me go and like it's quiet. He said nothing, and he's like, yeah, he's not saying anything, but, and. Miles is, is talking, but he's not talking very loud. And then he just turns around and, and he and, locks the door ooh, and all that stuff. Like oh, it's tense. Like just the the sound and the the visual impact of him striking that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, I, yeah, I, I threw like, back in my Miles chair. We, we, yeah. Miles has gone. Right. <laughs> right. We How, graze over something, by the way. Oh, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. What would you guys have done <laughs> if if he smacked that punching bag and it had that effect and it said to be continued? Oh. Ooh, <laughs> no, I, they wouldn't have killed him. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. I'm but not saying they would have killed him, but, but, but to just not, no head. To not to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but not to know. Oh, like, like just, just right there, because there was a lot of people that were making, you know, so many little, you know, uh, comments towards the end. Because you know, it's part one for those of us, you know, who knew it was part one. You're you're trying to figure out like where they're gonna end it. Yeah. No, know? I think they I think they ended it at a proper place. Oh no, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah that cliffhanger of revealing. So uh, the thing that we grazed over was that we were talking about childish Gambino, Donald Glover. He did actually reprise his role from Homecoming as Aaron Davis, but actually in the Prowler suit when uh, there's the part of the the movie where they're showing Miles Morales the mm. all the 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 uh, the variants, the um, anomalies that they caught, yeah, yeah, including yeah. just a regular boring rhinoceros. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then and then there you have him, fucking Donald Glover in the Prowler suit. I was like, fuck yeah, we got we got him in something, in some sort of suit. That was just, that blew my mind. That was super cool. It was interesting because there was a few live action moments. There was a full live action yeah. scene from Venom, right? Yeah. And then there was Spot goes like, in uh, showing like footage from some of the other Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And even though this movie is heavily animated, right? Not even like close to photorealism. Mm-mm. Somehow the live action still like fit. Like if like yeah. Yeah. Donald Glover's Prowler like didn't feel... Out of place. 
It, oh no! It, it, like it, it was. It was, it was like so a, weird. Another like visually striking thing about yeah, not yeah. this really beautifully animated thing. I heard uh, originally they were playing around with some uh, reality scenes. Yeah, but they said that they didn't like how it how it fit. Yeah, it just felt off to them. Not saying that it wouldn't have worked, but I I feel like maybe they're looking at it like. Now is not the right time to were, to like get big into the reality. Maybe in the that's second what one, the or, you know, or, for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there were, I think we should do a shout out though that the Lego scene was done by a fourteen year old. Oh, yeah. that they discovered what that one? money. Yeah, I, the, I money. know that the, there's a the, trailer. The fourteen year old made the trailer, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the directors from the movie saw the trailer and said, "That's really good. Let's bring him in." So Shut the fuck animated, up. I didn't know that. He animated that's that cool. little. Whoa! At least that's it's one of the coolest. Don't quote me, right? Hey, you're the platinum card carrying nerd. Um Going back to like the the anim- it being animated by the way, like the when he is in Earth forty two and those like subtle art differences, mm-hmm. I want to really like illustrate eh, pun intended that this movie worked so well for many uh, a bunch of reasons the acting the uh, plot devices and everything, but also it could not have worked in live action because how the hell are you gonna make Hobie in a live action? If the whole thing is if 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 the whole movie is also playing on like the art styles, because we kind of like skipped over uh, whenever you're in Gwen's world and it's a whole watercolor thing and it's a whole show don't tell where the water the colors change when someone's angry and sad and reveal and oh and, and it's so and beautifully also, done. Sorry, I don't know if you noticed. Uh, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I noticed how like like that last scene with Gwen and her dad, mm-hmm. um, as they spoke, like the background got more and more just color like mm-hmm. it, lost, I mean. it lost the detail yeah. like mm-hmm. it and just you know because the the focus became those two and again yeah. that's the stuff as you were saying beautifully done do. so, see i, I didn't mean to sidetrack you no no no, no that's exactly something. that's exactly what i was talking about but i would like to battle you guys too with that saying that you can't do it in a in a live action movie fucking fight me <laughs> come at me bro because i feel like you can have it all be for for me per, for for my perspective of, of just being me. Do you guys remember that movie, uh, uh, Scanner Darkly? Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Are you Scanner Darkly? You can have a animated style, you know, multiverse, you know, things, but like maybe the movie. Couldn't have been done exactly the way you know that 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 they did it, but I still feel like you can have this in a real world setting, not necessarily just animated. Here's why I don't exactly think that. Um, not only is is animation more forgiving, and like the hard thing with like I just mentioned with like the Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. where they're trying to make it like realistic the cgi but you can just tell it's cgi so it kind of takes you out of it at a, at a certain aspect even christopher nolan had said something similarly uh when he was talking about Oppen- oppenheimer that's coming out soon where it's like cgi just it just looks like cgi and hardly anything's going to be so photorealistic mm-hmm. um but there was a part uh when after miles comes back into his air quote his universe his world and he's swinging through and he's having this existential crisis and the building's closing in on him and you know images of pop, uh, crossing across his lenses and and stuff you know spots popping up but it's all in his head like that would not have been captured it would be extremely difficult to have made that 
in a live action where it didn't kind of take you out of it. It worked so perfectly. Mm-hmm. All of the different art styles, the creators of this movie leaned so much into it and it worked fucking perfectly. You guys, it's a great movie. It's a really cool movie. It's <laughs> really good. Really, 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 good. really good. One last thing before we, you know, done or whatever. With <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> with the spot character evolving yeah. to who he was. Like yeah. he was that 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 throwaway, you know, villain of the week to where he ended up in the end of the movie. So there was supposed to be a end credit scene. Cause I don't know if you guys heard, but uh Yeah, there's no end or mid credit scene in this movie. Yeah, there's nothing. So the the spot when he was the regular throwaway villain, mm-hmm. he was gonna go to he was supposed to visit a bar full of villains and they were all supposed to make fun of him and you know, you know, like, oh you're trash, mm. you know, yada yada yada, you know, you're you're nothing. And then you were supposed to get that scene, and then as his character evolved through the movie, there was supposed to be a end credit scene where he goes back to that bar and <laughs> in God mode. Yeah, oh yeah. And what's on everybody? Fun. To uh, to clarify, um, at the end, uh the reason why Earth 42 Miles Morales turned into the Prowler is because that Earth didn't have a Spider-Man. So our Miles Morales, um, he would have been okay if if he didn't become Spider-Man because that world already had a Spider-Man. It already had the, the whole, I don't even know if the whole, it had all the superheroes, but it had Spider-Man for sure. Mm-hmm. And so essentially when our Miles kind of stole the powers, stole, you know, didn't mean to, but you know, he he got, it was bestowed upon. Him. It was bestowed upon him um, when he became that anomaly. Yeah, he he took that glimmer of hope from mm-hmm. the Miles Morales Prowler, which is going to be a great setup of the third movie. Of is he going to redeem this his Miles the uh, the Prowler Miles? You know, is he going to that glimmer of hope that he is generating inside himself? Is he going to be able to uh, have it resonate in the Prowler Morales? You know, to help him save our dad. You know, it's going to be, it's now there's, I, I feel like now there's like the three villains. There's the spot, God mode, um, the antihero, Miguel uh, O'Hara, and, and Prowler Miles. I'm excited for the third movie. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, yeah, this third movie is going to be. Really, oh, no, it's going to be. Uh, it might also be really good. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, that's, that's really the point. Good. That is the point of a superhero. It's not just to like save people, but it's to, to elicit hope. Yeah, you know, I have to say they they did miss an opportunity with the mid credit scene of having like the credits rolling and then a spot appear, and then the spot like popping through and like you know like some sort of meta bullshit Very like meta, he's yeah. coming into our universe. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Breaking thought that the fourth would. wall or fifth wall, fourth wall. No, so many wall one breaks. Wall. Uh, just break the wall. I do have yeah. one. Yeah. one other point. My boy Spider Man. My whole problem with with the canon events. The canon events make. Spider-Man, who he is, they're all terrible things, but they're character-building things. Mm-hmm. But the original Spider-Man, the Spider-Man has got has evolved through the comics, has been constantly shit on. Mm-hmm. Constantly. He's never allowed to be happy. He's never allowed to have, like, like they made the whole point, have your cake and eat it too, make two cakes. <laughs> yeah. Like they, <laughs> I'm they, not proud he, of you. He can't be with Mary Jane. Like, they, mm-hmm. they, they give him that, and then they take it away. He can't have friends because... There's some enemy waiting to kill all of his friends to get to him. Like, I just how many like how much can you dump on a character and then make the the canon events like the old? This has to happen, or you're not going to be a, a true Spider-Man. 
Peter B. Parker kind of shows that you can have a family. Yeah, but eventually one of his enemies is going to come for him. Yeah, but he's still got to have a baby for a minute. Some happy. Listen, not to be depressing. I'm not not saying saying that, that, you know, superheroes inherently get to to lead, you know, or should get to lead, you know, happy lives after. There's always going to be that struggle because they put themselves in harm's way. But there are people who have made the comparison between Batman and and Spider-Man. Like, both of those characters just can't be happy. Like, they're so wrapped up in their mission that. That them trying, even trying to go off and find a little yeah. happiness, always gets snatched away from them. Just like I want them to be happy, and I hope Miles breaks this fucking. I think this he mold. I think he, he gets will. to be. He gets to be Spider Man. He gets to have a life too. Like I hope that's how he rewrites the story. He's I, gonna I keep so. his alternate universe himself, and then they'll be able to just like twinsies it out <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> you go to school for me. Be with my parents. Just turns into a whole sitcom thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, happiness oh, isn't do, forever, Rudy. Oh yeah, okay. Well, moving on from that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spider-Man's supposed to be all of us nerds, and we just get shit on the line. <laughs> the fucking when when they introduce Miles Morales as, as the Prowler, mm-hmm. like I'm a baby sneakerhead. When they, you know, he steps into the room and they they flash to his shoe, yeah, and it's Miles Morales has had the the original Air Jordan Chicago colorway. Um, on his shoes through the two movies and they've released you know physical designs mm-hmm. like real life designs of those shoes i own the the first pair wasn't able to get the the ones for this movie but they gave dark miles his own his own shoe on that yeah very original shoe well not original shoe but it's a version of the of the of the air jordan one and i saw that and i was like only one in the theater that made any noise during that but as soon as they flashed to that shoe i was like my wife was, was sitting next to me and she was just like, Ugh. <laughs> like there he goes. I just I had to bring that up like all my my, my sneakers out there, like if if you come into having to come into that shoe, man, like I, I will pay you. Yeah, his birthday's coming up, so DM him <laughs> like at rogue.one. Uh you guys it's a, it's a big movie, but I think we hit all of the main points. So let's wrap this up. Uh, it's time to say goodbye. Until next time, uh, check us out at The Hype Attack on Instagram and TikTok. If there's anything that we missed about this topic, if there's anything that you want us to talk about, about another topic, hit us up in the DM or the comment section. Doug? Yeah, I, you know, I always say keep the conversation going. And please do. Please hit us up. Uh, let us know how you nerd. Uh, and then maybe we'll mention that next episode when we talk about how we nerded because mm-hmm. uh, I think it's important for everyone to figure out how and figure out and see how people nerd in this crazy crazy world I love it we're all one big community so let's uh, pack up our web shooters turn off the movie <laughs> put the mask away yeah. you guys until next time same hype time same, same hype, hype channel. channel hype attack <laughs>